Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode 90, 9090. Can, can you guys believe it? 90 episodes. <laughs> Not really. No. Ridiculous. So 90? Yeah, we didn't go A1 this one. Let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's go around the room here real quick and um, get everyone introduced. Let's start... Well, actually, I didn't even tell you what the topic was today, well, didn't I? Um, tips for when you're a WordPress developer designer. After 90 episodes, cool. Jason's just phoning it in. He's just anyway. like, I'm dead. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm certainly not phoning it in. <laughs> totally true. Let's go around the room here real quick. Everyone's introduced. We'll start with Carrie. Carrie, tell us about yourself. Hello, I'm Carrie Dills, coming to you from Lincoln Beach, Oregon, for Beach Press. Nice. Beach press. Totally jealous. <laughs> Chris, tell us about yourself, bro. Hi there, I'm Chris Lemma. I blog over at chrislemma.com, Chris and I'm at Beach Press. Mm. You guys are hogging each other's bandwidth. Yeah. You guys are double beaches. Different. You guys should go on together. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Like like like, Nat like Natalie and Suzette. If you had cool headphones, <laughs> hey Cody, tell us Wait, about yeah, like Natalie and Suzette. Tell us about yourself, Cody. Hey, I'm Cody Landefeld, director at Mode Effect, and um, happy to be here with you all. Nice, Dave. What's up? Hi, I'm Dave. I'm principal at Spectrum Tech, and we build custom WordPress plugins and e-commerce stuff. Very cool. Greg, tell us about yourself. Hey, Greg Taylor from Marketing Press uh, here at Gangplank in Chandler, Arizona. Very nice. Say, hey, what's up? Oh, what's I up? don't know. I just got here. Um, <laughs> uh, literally. Hey, yes, say, speechless. Uh, who am I? I am Say Reed. I'm confused why Suzette and Natalie are in one thing and then Chris and Carrie are, and you're all at the same place, and my brain is frying. Okay. Say read <laughs> WordPress just, and talk just about so WordPress we're clear. and I do this and sometimes I talk and yes, Chris? Yeah, just so we're oh, no. no. Next. Yeah, okay. Anyway, you're up, Steve. Steve, what's up, dude? <laughs> I'm Steve Zengen. I am the founder of Zeek Interactive and I run the OC WordPress meetup and I will be speaking at OC WordCamp this coming weekend. Suzette, Natalie. Hello, I'm Suzette. I'm the WordPress of Suzette Frank. I'm the WordPress evangelist over at Media Temple, and I'm at Beach Press with. Hi, I'm Natalie, founder and principal of Purple Pen Productions. Also at Beach Press, because otherwise that'd be really weird. And uh, lead organizer of WordCamp LA. Nice. And take a lot of WordPress trips. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Collectively, amongst all of you. I'm Jason yeah, Tucker. You can find me at wpmedia.pro oh. and Jason Tucker on Twitter. So the reason why I was kind of pushing everybody through here is we've been uh, getting getting some complaints about that it takes about eight to ten minutes for us to get through an intro. So I'm, I've been trying to push us along a little bit here so we can actually get some uh, some time in about the discussion at hand. So people want content. People want to do something like that. They want to be quick and on. They point. want content. What? what show do they wait, think wait, wait, wait. We're we're actually re we're actually listening to people's comments. It does happen. When did uh, that happen? On occasion. Wait, there are viewers that make comments. Wait, 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 wait. wait we are there are viewers? viewers? Are viewers? <laughs> Good so we're all on the same page. Okay, cool. Anyway, about those AWOL designers and developers. 
Never happens. Oh, that never happens. First of all, this is a tech-wide problem. This is not just a WordPress-specific problem. What? This is a, a tech flake issue. Yep. <laughs> tech flakes. Good for breakfast, but on my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> bad for breakfast. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I mean, I'll start because, you know, why not? I like to talk. Hey, so I have clients and uh, all the time at the SBDC who come in and they um, do not have uh, a developer or their developer left and they're kind of left in the lurch. And normally it's not so much of a problem if they have like a premium theme you can update or whatnot, but sometimes you get a a developer who left in the middle of building or remodeling or even after a custom theme was built and they they don't leave a lot of doors open or a lot of clues as to what's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the scenario. All right. awesome. cool. and, yeah. we all, and we all end up uh, inheriting um, that type of stuff, right? I mean, that's kind of what ends up happening there. Or yeah, getting blamed for it in general. As, <laughs> well, as being a developer, I, like all other developers, I'm a flake, right? So, but there. Well, I mean, you I think are. I think oh, there's quiet. a I think I think I think say there, there's a responsibility uh, that can be put on the client there to to make sure throughout the process that the developer is doing their due diligence. They are documenting uh, their stuff, and most importantly, and we'll probably talk about this uh, a little bit you know, later on the on the show, is that you have access and control of the developer's code uh, as you go. Because if your developer goes AWOL and you don't have access to your code, then you're really hosed. Yeah, if you, especially if you don't have access, if you're hosting with that developer, which I never, ever recommend. Ooh. I never think you should ever host with your developer, ever, because then they have massive amounts of leverage that you do not have as a client. Um, but if they have the access to that and you don't, and you have to do, you know, even if you do a password retrieval that goes to their email, that can be a nightmare. Um, I, I, I want to mirror what Sage has said for anybody that's watching this. Do not let your developer host your site. Uh, clients should always have full control, all the logins, everything. I call that well, having the keys to your castle. To, yeah, it's the checks and balances thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Domain and, names, all sorts of stuff like that. When I'm, when I'm working on a project, I actually educate my client at, at the beginning if they don't already know this. I, I let them know that they're going to set up a relationship themselves with a host so that they control that relationship. They pay for that relationship. It is theirs. This way, if, and, and I like to say, if, if I win the lottery, and I'm not, <laughs> it's not my hit by a bus plan. If I win the lottery... That's way no better for me. Yeah, buy the Clippers. And I'm, I'm... I'm he not, will go AWOL. And you not, it's like in his contract. If Microsoft I win the lottery, and buy the Clippers. I will never speak to you again. If I, if I win the lottery and I'm not around anymore, that you, you have the access to give it over to the next developer. Yeah. Yeah, on the topic of client behavior, a lot of the times that it's the developer and the developer, you know, got in over their head. I've seen that a lot where the developer gets in over their head yeah, and then stops definitely. responding because they don't actually know what to do and so they just bail because they promised stuff, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there is a lot of the time where the client is a pain in the, what, you know, whatever is legal to say on YouTube. Uh, took us, yeah, that's a good one. And um, they have been uh, not really reading or responding to what the developer is saying, and the developer has actually given them due notice and explained to them what's going on, and um, they still blame it on the developer. So a lot of the times I think you do need to first check with the client behavior and make sure that you haven't chased that person away because I've seen that happen. 
Yeah. yeah, I think a big help in that direction is to have a very clear scope of work. You know, what what are the goals that you want to accomplish with your developer? If that's documented, not only can you pass that off to another developer, but the developer knows what he's getting into. Mm -hmm. And a caveat there, you know, a lot of developers will hide behind the scope of work. So just because you've developed this, or, or written a scope of work, doesn't mean that it's necessarily final, right? It might be final in terms of billing. But Everything's things, subject to change. Things change throughout the project, and a scope of work, in my mind, is a, a living, breathing document and should be revisited throughout the process, A, to make sure we're on track with what we, what we promised we were going to deliver, but B, to see if there's any change orders uh, that are necessary. And I think that's, a, that's it, what, what Say was mentioning. It's really just a matter of um, simple communication and setting expectations and managing those expectations throughout the process. Simple communication is really a bit of a misnomer for a lot of people. Well, and developers, you know, like I think especially in the situation where developers are in over their heads, it's easier to bail than it is to, you know, admit that you have said that. And I, I think that's really, we want to talk about the reason that developers do go AWOL. I think that's the reason, is that they promise too yeah, much and they know they can't deliver. What's that, Suzette? Oh, I was just going to say, like, yeah, I think that is a, a big reason is that when developers get in over their head or they'll promise something that they don't know how to do or they find that the, that the client is being too, um, too taxing, kind of, and they'll just, like, freak out and leave. Okay, so I, 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 I misspoke. I said that it's simple communication. I didn't mean that it's yeah. easy to communicate. I meant what we have, what we're talking about here are simple communication issues. These are communication issues. That's all they are, right? If a developer yeah. goes AWOL, it shouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, there's stuff being leading up there to that. Should be symptoms. If it's yeah. a surprise, yeah, if it's a surprise, then there is a communication issue. Yeah, there are definitely red flags along the way. Absolutely. Sure. You know, I mean, somebody just—we've never inherited a project because somebody just went AWOL out of the blue. You know what I mean? It's you know, every time you talk to a client, it's you know, they didn't follow through here, they didn't do this, they didn't do this, and then like, okay, well, those are all red flags that the relationship is going poorly. Now it's on, yeah. up to you to kind of take control of the relationship. And bring it back into, you know. I love that you guys are basically giving what amounts to relationship advice. That's Steve's what like, it you is. need to communicate, and Greg's like, you need to be careful and watch for the signs. And that's where it is. Address and, the problem and, and, early and, on. It's and Greg's, Greg's dead on. And to add what you're saying, Greg, when I get those calls from a client that's had a bad developer relationship in the past, what I do is I start asking questions of that client, you know, because yep. it, it's a two-way street. It's not. It's, yeah. it's never always the developer's fault. So, so I want to find out the red flags on the client. Absolutely. And along those lines, you know, every once in a while we'll get a call and say, well, we've been through three or four developers and we've fired them all. Or they went missing. Major red flags. That's when I call Cody and I say, hey, you want a client? We have a nice referral for you. I can talk to that client too. <laughs> but but it, exactly, I mean, there are red flags along the way that you know clients are just as crazy as some developers are flaky sometimes. You know, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I I think the the clients who come in and say, you know, my developer just disappeared, they just left. Like, I mean, I, I it's like you don't believe that, right? It's like yeah. in an actual yeah. relationship, like a you know romantic relationship, if someone just left, like that would be like really startling. Like there's usually like you're saying all those clues that lead up to it and. 
funnily enough, the parallels continue. With, yeah, you know, well, like you were saying, <laughs> like you were saying, it's it's not exclusive to WordPress. It's a technology issue no. all around. Just like it's a business challenge all around. You've got you know, clients who aren't especially good on hiring, depending on the size of the business and the role in the business. And, you know, a lot of developers are better technicians than they are business people, or maybe in a previous life they didn't uh, have to communicate as well. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, just kind of reiterating, I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely more of a relationship deal. So some, sometimes the biggest red flag is price. Client client gets what they pay for, right? So they want something yep. on the cheap, yep. right? They they've added a whole bunch of scope to the work, right? And the developer just can't manage it or can't deliver what the client wants. So they're ready to move on to another developer just based on price, and that that's a that's a big red flag right there. Yeah. Cheaper is not always better. Well, faster, better, cheaper. Pick two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I will say. Um, on the developer side of things, sometimes going dark or at least not being as responsive is a function of price as well, right? So if I, if I am going to do a project for my cousin or my mom's best friend's daughter, uh, those prices are ridiculously low and they also take a lot longer and I'm not as responsive. Video bomb! <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, yeah, Chris, that's a great point. I won't, I won't yep. take on friends and family work. I won't even, I won't work on my dad's site. I refer I, to that. That was I, so funny that you were doing that. That was that. my that's favorite. Thing. I, I say that, I say that all the time, and and for the most part, I don't take on those projects. But every now and then, one sneaks in, and you have to explain, hey, we're gonna go at a slower pace here because uh, I this have. This is not my day job. Yeah. yeah, I have a day job and then I have I have paid work, right? And then yours comes after that, right? Actually, it's like I, I have a it's good day job. Yeah, day what's job, your solution? Paid work, family time, and then that nap time. <laughs> Whenever family or friends wants me to do build a website for them, I always like want to show them how to do it, and then they can put as much effort as they want. And their effort, how much effort they put into it, is how much effort I put into them teaching them how to learn it. So, or tell them I don't know. That, that seems prices. to work okay. And and what you're what you're yeah, both doing is you're, you're 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 managing and communicating expectations, and that and and yeah. and where things go wrong is when those expectations aren't aren't communicated. That's that's when stuff starts to go go really bad, and anybody goes AWOL at that point. Yeah, and you yeah. can't do that in the middle of the project. You have to do that in the very very beginning. And well, it's got to be done throughout. Yeah, it has, it has to, to be but done throughout. But you're right. Throughout. It can't it can't be done late. It has to be right. done from the get go and. Yeah. Like Dave said, things change. It's it's very fluid. Things always change, and as those changes happen, it's 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 your job as the developer to communicate them. But I think it's also the client's job to ask. Yep. Yeah. So Mike uh, Montero, there was a video that uh, David Markowski uh, uh, sent me, and I posted the OC WordPress group. It's called "What Clients Don't Know and Why It's Your Fault." Uh, it's on Vimeo. It's uh, from an event called An Event Apart. I watched that this weekend. It's a that it's more awesome. about design, but it's re it's exactly related to what we're talking about here. And what does he say, Steve? Um, he says he says again it, the your fault <laughs> part is what we're talking about. It's it's about communication, managing expectations. Um, one of the one of my biggest takeaways from this video is he says don't take on a client you don't respect. Very I love good that. Mm -hmm. I love that. If you how are you going to have any 
clients then, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that if is you not that you know from the <laughs> know, that was like that, that you don't respect this this project, you don't respect this client, you don't there's something that's wrong, yep. don't take it on. There's going to be problems. Just like a relationship. That's why Chris you know, doesn't work with family. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, though, a lot of the times, you know, we don't get the full story from the client when we're getting kind of a referred client. Like, it's, no, you it don't know exactly why they left. It's not like you're reading the emails. And for all we know, that developer could have done their due diligence and could have tried to respond and could have been like, hey, you have to pay me for the work I did. Maybe that client never even paid that developer, and that's why they went AWOL, you know? Maybe yeah. that was... So we, it's it's hard to make those, you know, everyone, it's easy to point fingers and be like, those people suck over there, but we honestly don't know the reasons behind that leaving, so. So I'm going to take a page out of Lemma's book, because I know this is a question he asks when he gets a call like that. Oh, wait, I'm talking about him as if he's not even on the cooler today. I know, right? <laughs> I'm, used to, I'm used to him not being here. The Lemma president. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So what, what Chris will say is something along these lines. Tell tell me tell me about your pain points. Tell me what went wrong with your last relationship. Yep. Tell me what it is you don't like about how it's working right now. Yeah. Oh my What's god. What's your budget? Which which by the way I stole from a TV show where they used to do uh, um, oh plastic surgery. Remember that TV show Nip Duck? Oh, Nip -tuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they would say you know what do you not like about yourself or whatever? And I was like that's such a great opener. So I just what do you not like about your situation? So wow. I would suggest not asking um, the, the person that you're dating what your budget is. Just, just put that out there. <laughs> Sizzler budget. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's a valid question in a dating scenario. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a question in a dating that's, scenario. No. I'm, I'm, well, it, it tells you if you go into a nice restaurant or a McDonald's. I'm a little curious. Oh, my God. He's right, though. That's true. And, and from a judgment. But you can decide then whether or not you take that client on. Setting and then expectations. also respect, respect also does factor into that. You guys, we're like solving life problems here. We, we are. are. Like you can pick from any one of these menu items as long as it's a value meal. Yeah. Chris? <laughs> What? I'm, I'm just curious how Jason suddenly got that advice years into marriage. Yeah, he's like, wait a second. He's giving us dating advice. It's been years. What is, is there something so, we don't know? All right. So here's my question: Is what do you do? So we can't really know, right? Because can you ever really know? And not in a philosophical way, but in the really, you don't know what happened previously. So when you do get that client who comes on, you know, not speaking as the client anymore, but as the developer. They give you their project, whatever their story is, whatever their pain points are. How do you go about handling that? Do you deconstruct the theme and rebuild it, or deconstruct it and fix it, or do you rebuild it, or do you, you know, what do you, what do you guys do when you? I'm sure you've had those clients, right? Hey, say and say you're gonna love this. It depends. It depends. <laughs> yes. And what it depends on. That was another softball for the, you. The um, my my process is you do a little a small discovery phase. Yep. So let's, let's so take them out to dinner a few times. <laughs> get to <laughs> know each other. Get to know each other a little better. Maybe see yeah. a movie. And that discovery phase might include uh, several <laughs> things. So it's um, it, it may be it may be a code review if there's current code that's been written. It may be a project review, design scope review. review. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Scope review. And, and you're saying you rec are recommending doing that as its own scope of work, separate from actually any work, like an actually most, scoped out yeah. discovery. Yeah. Before you get started, well, you need most, to know where you're starting from. Most yep. importantly, I charge for that discovery. Phase. Absolutely. I yeah. charge for my time. That'll, that'll give me a, yeah. a good indication of whether there's a client I want to work with or not. 
Well, well if they're also, serious also, about their site, they'll pay for it, right? Absolutely. That's well, yeah, and, and if you're a president too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you charge for it, you're demonstrating your value, and when you deliver that value, hopefully, it's setting a tone for the relationship to move forward. This is hilarious. Still a relationship <laughs> issue. Tell so, us. It is. It's, it's, the greatest, oh, it's the greatest parallel ever. I'm, I'm curious if we've answered this from the client side. What does the client do if they're developing? Deep cry and tell uh, the truth. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, let's put ourselves in the client's shoes. What happens yeah. if the developer's gone? Yeah. Hey, Steve, what's your, uh, what's your phone number? You want to just give it to us all? <laughs> <laughs> um, Nine, actually, so 976. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Um, so. I, my recommendation for that actually is if, if the client is right now, if someone watching this right now is going through that or they're wanting to avoid that, the best way to do that is to start learning about what you're dealing with yourself. So I recommend start going to meetups and that type of a thing because you can start to meet developers as well as find get some more training on WordPress in general. I think we're, meetups are super helpful for that sort of a thing and it, an amazing resource. Absolutely. And you, you can hire a developer on an hourly basis just to do a review for you. If you're not technically savvy, I've been hired for a few hours just to go in and, and review where the project stands to give an overview so that the client my, that client is then educated as to what they have at this point. Develop That's essentially what I what I do. And what's left to be done. At the, at the, yeah. at the SBC and yeah. I, I do that you know and help them review the site and put together whether they need guidance so, putting together a new RFP for new clients or figuring out who can actually help them do what they need to do and help them articulate what they need to do because that's they basically need to like triage the problem if it's you know is it an emergency is it broken or is it just something that they want to update those are totally different so, situations so let's let's talk about things they're going to need access to because we've we've alluded to some of them on this call hosting hosting right yeah, hosting number one, right? Do, do Account, login, and password. Is the, is the hosting under your control? Do you have access to it? Do you have FTP access? Do you have root access? Do you have server access, cPanel, things like that? Hopefully the domain is registered to the client. Absolutely. So that's the next know. domain. So let's talk, let's talk specifically about domain ownership. Yeah. This is like kicking the tires before you take on the client. You're like, Absolutely. is yeah. the domain name Absolutely. hosted? Is the don is this set up? Is it's, that set up? So it's let's, startling let's how many people have no idea. Let's about clarify for the non-technical viewers, right? Your domain name registrar is not necessarily your host. It may be, but it's not necessarily your host. They really are two separate accounts. So there's hosting, and then there's your domain registrar, which is somebody like a GoDaddy, Network Solutions, Namecheap, something along those lines. It's kind of like a phone number and a phone service. You can switch a number from Verizon to AT&T. That, that's your hosting. The number is your domain. Right. That's a good analogy. So, I'm so going to use you, that. So you, you can. The, the, the piece of advice here is you should not let your developer purchase your domain name on your behalf. Yeah. Nope. Or Never. your phone number, for that matter. And in Say's case, they should not set up your Match.com profile for you. Wait. Very what? important. Oh, wait, wait. We were back to dating. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Don't I don't have one of those issue. profiles. I, I don't believe that. I was just kidding. I was just, I was just joking. I would, I would like you to clarify that statement. I was just, <laughs> I was just joking. And just, okay. just, just to add to that, if Steve buys your domain name, it's probably okay. <laughs> No, All domain names are worth five million dollars. I, I want to talk about the. So wait, um, I want to talk on. about the. Hang on one second. Uh, <laughs> let me, let me this. The last thing is <laughs> the last thing is access to your code. Yeah. Okay. So if you are if you if you if you've hired a developer to write code for you, 
you need access to that code. But you get through FTP and cPanel and all that fun time stuff. Possibly. If it's uploaded to the hosting, right. it could be on a test site or somebody's local laptop setup. Staging. Oh, Maybe. I mean, that's if your site's not built yet. I guess yeah. they can go AWOL well, on that point, too. They could go AWOL at any point in time. Site. Basically, as soon as you give them money, if they, as soon as you give them money, you need to have access to everything they're building. And what I recommend is, as the client, you should have you should just have host these things yourselves. Set up a relationship with a hosting environment. Not on set your up, own server at your at your house or office. No. That's not set what up, he means. Set up a set that up a get, set up a GitHub account, right? So that so that the code is checked into your GitHub account and you own it. Own your own domain name. Those were my favorites. Don't know that the domain registrar and host can be different to get a GitHub. That just happened. What's that? You I'm can walk them through the process. I guess. Yeah, you, you, I just, just I, I think that's like all of it. Yeah, a lot of There's clients, no you have to walk through the process of getting the domain name, but that doesn't mean you have to own it. The client should. Right. No, I'm so, saying the GitHub. Yeah. I don't yes, but it starts with the domain name, then the hosting, Wait. then the GitHub. I believe, I walk believe through that, the process. I believe that the client should own their own GitHub account. They may not know, have any clues of what to do with it, Okay, they should, they should, I see what you mean. They're not they operating. They just—it's all the changes are being logged under their That's account. Right. They, they now have control of it, That's and they a good can give point. control to a new developer who should know how to use GitHub. Yep. Okay, I, I agree with that. On now you're with us. Yes. It's your insurance I'm policy. Caught up. I'm caught up. It's your insurance policy if your if your developer goes AWOL. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because if they go AWOL, unless they're being retaliatory or really, uh, you know, punishing you for something, they're not gonna go in and like change the code or um, change the passwords or anything like that. They're just gonna leave AWOL, just, you know, leave and not well, talk to you anymore. So okay, so that's that's a different situation. AWOL may be right. may equal pissed off. Retaliatory. Thank Reta you. I didn't say that properly. <laughs> right. Retaliatory. They're gonna retaliate. And anyway. if. And if, and if that happens, right, and they do something like take your entire site down uh, because you don't have control of these things, um, if you, my, my point is if you don't protect yourself with these things that we're recommending ahead of time, you're, you're susceptible to that. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I do when I take on a client like that is go through and change all the passwords. Yeah. Change mm -hmm. all the passwords, make sure they have copies of all the passwords. I, I, I kind of show them, hey, look, you can't have the same password for everything. Put it in the last pass, put it in the one password, put it in something like that so they have access to it. Database passwords, like you're saying, GitHub. I love the idea of you talking about GitHub because that's you know that, that's a big thing that's you're showing. I will, I will say this. If you if you have paid for your own domain, if you've paid for your own hosting, if it's on your account or your GitHub and the developer still comes in and trashes your site or takes it down, uh, there's a there's a legal Process you can go after them for, right? Yeah, that's because a whole that's thing. Yours. That's your property. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yours. Now, if if it's if they bought the domain, if they paid for the hosting, if they set up the code on their site, uh, you're gonna have a harder time having that uh, mitigating the, those issues, right? Yeah, so absolutely. put it on your own stuff. Yeah, Chris, put it on your own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chris, Sorry, I couldn't your, help it. You thought you were going to get through the whole half hour talking like this without somebody mentioning it. Chris, what's, your, uh, what's your 976 line? Yeah, yeah it's, seriously. It's this microphone. Weird. I think you. I think you're in the wrong line of work. Chris, I'm going to on, on Clarify. It's, it's, yeah, on hold clarify. on. I'm going to write that down. It's, it's, Do you it's say script? It's this microphone. Guys, I talk like this all the time. Oh, <laughs> 
Um, okay, so we have like oh, we don't have time for my question. No, we have one minute. We have time to make fun of Chris a little bit longer. Hey, hey, hey uh, Carrie, talk us, talk us out of here. Yeah, Carrie, tell us something. But you have to do it like this. <laughs> but you have to mute, unmute yourself too. She doesn't want to do any of that. She's protesting. Wow. Or maybe she's been listening. Sorry, it's just oh. really hard to uh, to hear. But you what my secret is if I just get involved in, in, in a terrible client relationship. Um, first, I fake my death. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just... Now, so it's good. Yeah, I've got, I've got my obituary ready to roll. All that set up so that, you know, they can't blame me. When That's right. And here I, I thought she was going to be furious. Been to now, Carrie? <laughs> Dead men tell no tales. Is that your real name? That's awesome. That's the best solution I've ever heard. Fake your own death. Perfect. Well, that that that's a great uh, on that note. Way to wrap it up. <laughs> Where well, do you go from there? If you want to learn how to do a guys. website, go check that out. Um, I'm Jason Tucker. Thank you very much for being on the show today, you folks. I, I think you um, enjoy uh, Beach Press and all of its awesomeness. Put um, sunscreen on this time, guys. Definitely. Alrighty. Well. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Make sure you go to the website. Just just got comments. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.